In this week's episode of Five Guys Flicking Around, we're discussing Cocktail, the movie written by Haywood Gould, based on the book written by Haywood Gould, that Haywood Gould wrote about his time as a bartender in New York. Tom Cruise stars as a recently discharged Marine who dreams of being rich. When his hopes of working on Wall Street are dashed, he takes a job at a local bar where he befriends Coughlin, a cool older gentleman who teaches Tom how to be a flair bartender. After Coughlin bangs Tom's girlfriend, Tom moves to Jamaica for two years where he meets Elizabeth Shue. They bang a lot on that island until Coughlin shows up and bets Tom Cruise $50 that he won't bang this old bag named Bonnie who looks an awful lot like Glenn Close. Tom Cruise does bang Glenn Close, which makes Elizabeth Shue mad. Tom moves back to New York with Bonnie where he is ultimately unhappy and tries to win back Elizabeth Shue, who is now pregnant with his child. Does this sound made up? Well, it's not. Guys, let's talk about the new Five Guys Flicking Around classic cocktail. You be calm because I got things to tell you, okay? I got two things I want well, to tell you. I'm not listening two to things. you as long as you're holding that gun, I'll tell you. Mrs. Banks. Get that stupid thing on me. What the fuck's happening? Oh, oh, man. Shit. Man. Oh, man, I shot Marvin in the face. Why the fuck you do that? I didn't mean to do it. It was an accident. Chocolate mousse. I can't I talk too long. I gotta poo. American eating, frog leg eating, snail sucking, motherfucking cock sucking bureaucrat. So now that we're clear on how I use the M word, take it or leave it. Print it, don't print it. Dress up like Halloween, and ghouls will try to get in your pants. How many diapers does he go through a day? About six. Who's his favorite rock star? Michael Jackson. Oh, thank you, sir. I, I don't know if I could have kept my sanity. The wickedly talented, one and only, Adele Dazzy. Motherfucker. You're kidding. Woo! It's my prerogative. <laughs> you are out of your mind. You guys think we could uh, skip the like the the cooking blog bit? I feel like it's run its course. No. All right. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. What the I'm fuck text, are you talking about? I'm gonna about? text Katie right now. <laughs> Welcome back to Five Guys Flicking Around. Welcome to John Travolta. Yeah. John Travolta. He wasn't in this movie, but fun fact, what? he was up for the Tom Cruise part. Interesting. Was so he actually? Works. Yeah, kind of works. So this you is know who else was up for that part? Who? Uh, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. For yeah. what part? Wow. Wait, 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 wait. Repeat. The Tom Cruise part. Have we, Robin like, Williams we... was up for that part, and so is John Travolta. Are we starting right now? Like, is this how the podcast I, is starting? I, I don't know. I feel like we should do it again. Yeah, we should I do it I feel like, real. Gianna, you need to be, like, locked in. Yeah. Can I have another drink, then? Go get another drink. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fun. I'm really excited. I was excited when you said Jana was joining us. I, you know, I get really frustrated with Jana just in real <laughs> life. So I can only imagine, like, how it's going to come across when it's being recorded like i'm gonna listen back to it later and be like geez you're really mean to Jana." but then i'll like talk myself down and be like well she doesn't focus and like you were talking then she started talking while you were talking so like i get it but yeah this will be fun yeah if you enjoy explaining things and (laughs) hearing things explained you'll enjoy this episode yeah no i'm excited (laughs) welcome back to five guys flicking around no special crossover episode today yeah, it's crazy because we have uh, 
really the two foremost blog specialists uh, that we've ever brought on the pod before here today again. Jana, we can probably brush by Jana's quickly and get <laughs> focus in on Dan's. Absolutely, because Jana the Plana recently went under. You've no longer uh, committed to kind of planning out your day as stringent as you did before. When it came down to it, she was good at planning everything except a business. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, I was pouring myself a glass of wine. Um, <laughs> More like a bucket of wine. <laughs> I mean, it's not like we went under permanently. It's more like a hiatus. Like, no one's fucking canoeing right now. No one's planning shit. Everyone's just trying to fucking get through this year. And so yeah. I am too. So fuck it. You, you blame know? the shutdown on the shutdown and COVID and stuff. And it's like, well, it's a blog. So that doesn't make much sense. Yeah, no, but no just... one's no one's reading right now. Sounds like you're up a creek without a paddle. But seriously, you you specialized in uh, building kayaks out of trash that went on lawns. And I would think that right now with people <laughs> at home, that business would be exploding since you can't really go in the water. But people may need some nice, you know, lawn decorations. Mm hmm. Here's the thing, though. We're about to we're about to approach Halloween. Mm. Then we got Thanksgiving. Mm. Then we got Christmas. We got Hanukkah. We got Ramadan. Mm. No one's fucking kayaking. They're having hundreds of hands instead on their lawn. So you're seeing this as an opportunity for people not to kayak, not an opportunity for you to sell things around the holidays. It's a little bit of column A and column B. But here's remember last night how we were talking about how. We were gonna go to the Dollar Tree and get about like a couple hundred hands to put on our lawn. Mm -hmm. There's no space for a trash canoe there. Dan, you're here again. Uh, let's yeah. spend time with your blog because it sounds like Jana really doesn't have anything to promote. Um, I, we're just taking a break. We're coming mm -hmm. back, and not only are we gonna come back, but we're gonna we're gonna come back stronger. Is yeah. it TBD or do you have like a hard start date again so that we can get the listeners excited? January 1st. Wow. New year, new business plan. Yeah. yeah. That's after New Year's. Yeah. Wow. New, Before uh, Ramadan. Yeah. New business name, too. What's wow. the business name? It's a surprise. Okay. A well, I can't name. wait. I can't wait. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> wait. The business name is It's a, it's surprise. a surprise. Like it's yeah. a... Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, I like that. Like it's a party planning, like surprise business. I mean, if that's not a conversation starter, then I don't know what is. Dan, what's the best fall recipe that you've yet to publish? These episodes might not air for a while, but I do have on my blog right now, uh, as we're going into kind of uh, turkey season here, um, Dan's crazy gravy and Danberry sauce. Oh, and wow. so... Yeah, you're gonna want to check that out. I have a I have a question for you, Dan. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, you mentioned how you didn't have friends when where, I moved to Portland. Where, I, where are you at I, with that now? Yeah, I now I now I have a lot of friends. You know, you meet a lot of people um, through work. Name one. Twelve to fifteen list. Li uh, Twelve to fifteen <laughs> uh, subscribers. Speaking. So of, you're Mr. Popular. Yeah. Speaking of listening to recipes, Dan, I've really enjoyed your reading of your recipes that you've put on YouTube, the ASMR cooking recipes. <laughs> Would you be willing to give us a little live ASMR of the crazy gravy uh, mm. recipe? It's a little appetizer. You know what? Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's talk about the movie that we all came here to talk about. And later on in the show, <laughs> I promise you that recipe, because that is kind of a fun idea. Uh, if you're listening to this 
podcast five guys flicking around one of my favorite pods um last year i pitched a cookbook full of recipes um and it 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 didn't end up getting published um, as a book but (laughs) (laughs) loser jana what is the perfect cocktail for a perfect movie uh the perfect cocktail for a perfect movie like literally something you would drink while you're watching a movie no uh boobs great a lot of boobs mm-hmm. um different all different kinds of boobs different kinds of nipples too because boobs are diverse and we honestly don't represent all the different types of boobs that exist in the world mm. um so a lot of boob representation um and a couple farts here and there a couple kicks in the nuts um right. Right. uh some maybe some gore i mean mm-hmm. sounds like you didn't you didn't like this movie much. <laughs> <laughs> i i almost saw a little bit of titty yeah when they were on cute. the beach boning i was yeah, i yeah. literally was like oh, uh, what was that Oh, was that a little booby? The Elizabeth Shue waterfall uh-huh. side boob. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Side boob is always great. Always yeah. great. Am I right or am I right? It's a great right. booby yeah. representation. Mm-hmm. You know? Who's yes. boobs? Shoes boobs. Yeah. Shoes boobs. Yeah. We were calling them shoe bags. Oh, shoe bags. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 Should we jump into it? Uh... Look at the shoe bags on that, Elizabeth. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That really made me laugh. <laughs> 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 if you haven't figured out. Today we're talking about cocktail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 1988's cocktail. Yeah. Right when you guys were born. I'd been I'd been around. We mm. were all able to experience the cocktail fever of the late 80s unlike Jana. Mm. Yeah, but it was, but it was I was time I was I was born in the late 80s. I was born in 1989. You weren't there for the theatrical run of cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a fact. Well, why don't we start with first impressions? It's just like a fun movie. I I liked it. Yeah, okay, great. Okay. That's great. Jana, first impression. It was a bit of a roller coaster ride. There were some plot twists where I was like, "What?" Um another first impression. <laughs> Tom Cruise's character in this movie is it's the closest thing to how he was on the Ellen DeGeneres episode where he stood up on the table. Yeah. yeah like I was, was like, I was like, Oh, this is like actually you. And like, yeah, you're this, fucking crazy. This yeah. movie like, was like, was like roadhouses, gay brother. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Perfect. Well said. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's interesting is this came out the year before roadhouse and it also stars Kelly Lynch. Yes. So yep. someone saw this. And then was like, what if we did cocktail? Is but Kelly Lynch macho? the blonde bitch? The wife, yeah. The... My wife! Kyle, first impression. Um, so I told Aaron like a year ago, I saw five minutes of this movie on television. I had never seen it before. And it was a scene where Tom Cruise stands up on the bar mm. and gets everyone hyped. Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. And I was just like, holy shit, we got to do this movie. Like, I don't know what it's about. I don't know where it's going or where it's been. I told him today, I'm like, I don't know if that's in the first half hour yeah. or the last half hour. Like, Everything but when it showed in. up, I was like, this was the scene that hooked me. And I'm glad we watched it because I loved it. Um, my favorite thing about the movie was 
how directionless and pointless it all was. Yeah. It's totally 100%. aimless. I, yeah. wrote, yes. I wrote down that it, it was also frustrating on a first watch. Like on new watches, it would be less frustrating, but it, it really felt like this was a popcorn writer's room. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. It feels just like a bunch of like eighth graders each got to write like 15 minutes of a movie and then they put it all together and the teacher was like "Eh, we gotta like string it together somehow but like this was a book (laughs) yeah yeah. really i'm sure it makes more sense it's another one of those where it's like the guy who wrote the screenplay that's why i'm not sure that it makes more sense because like the dude that wrote the book wrote the screenplay we need to read the book we need to have a book club the best part about this so the guy like dan said who wrote the novel wrote the screenplay then his name is haywood haywood gould yeah so then so then haywood gould came out after the movie came out and said he did like the movie and it's like you wrote the fucking script for the book that you also wrote haywood i didn't know that that's even better yeah it's crazy what do you think of it i hate it oh they they wrote it different than you had like i wrote it but i didn't like it the shirts he wore were too colorful yeah yeah it was hilarious um. <laughs> Just like, I don't know who to blame Haywood, but uh, your name has to be at the yeah. top, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, fuck. That's so insane. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. I don't usually, like, laugh this much. No, we, we got a laugher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But um. that is ridiculous. And who knows how long they filmed? Maybe the original screenplay was super long, and it's like, hey, dude, we didn't, we could have just transcribed the book. <laughs> I mean, according to Haywood Gould, there were forty drafts of the screenplay. Yeah, I did. Seriously, <laughs> that's also incredible because you're adapting your own work. Mm-hmm. So, like, if it was some other Hollywood writer being like, this book is awful i i can't fucking write it and the studio had to be like it's okay we'll do 40 rewrites but like you wrote the (laughs) source material and he also lived it he said that he wrote the book because he was a bartender for four years like yeah that's what it was like for him you know like yeah fucking right (laughs) well also like you got to factor in the late 80s how much cocaine was haywood ghoul doing everyone seems like they do cocaine in this movie it was every single person the late 80s just a wild ride yeah um yeah my first time watching it i liked it it was crazy all right well in the opening credits we see that elizabeth shoe is in this movie mm-hmm. and that Who was exciting that i didn't know that before Who is elizabeth shoe? the shoe pregnant bags. chick shoe bags huh the shoe bags the side boob waterfall bahamas oh jamaica I like her yeah she's everyone great. likes her yeah yeah she's the best the movie's written by Haywood Gould. I wrote that down because yeah. that was interesting. <laughs> A lot of Haywood Gould talk so far. Then we meet Coughlin. Coughlin? Coughlin, he says. I still don't know. Doug. Accent we'll call is him exquisite. Doug. Yeah, Doug's, uh, Doug's immediately cool. Yeah, yeah you just super like him. cool. Um, he gets a bar. He gets a job at that bar, and immediately goes to a crazy shift. One of the funniest parts of this movie happens in this scene because one of the like waitresses is yelling at him, I need a Cuba Libre, a Cuba Libre, and he just breaks down. Yeah. You bitch! Why didn't you just tell me it's a rum and coke? Ordering a Cuba Libre! Can I please have a glass of water? She doesn't know how to make it. Where's my Jim Beam on the rock? It's coming! I'm not leaving till 
tell me it was a rum and coke. Could I have what I ordered? <laughs> it's just like he yells that like so mean into her face, and it's just like you're hired. That's like another way this country's gone to shit. You know, yeah. you used to just yeah. be able to say whatever you wanted. Now it's like, oh, oh yeah. who am I gonna offend? You know, the one the one guy in the crowd is yelling a white wine. Yeah, a white wine. I liked that. Yeah. And I thought about. When we went to class of 47, like 10 years ago, Kyle ordered a white Russian. And then like a few minutes later, I looked over and he was holding a, like a glass of white wine. <laughs> I was like, what happened? What is... He's like, I ordered a white Russian and they heard white wine. Yeah, that sounds... so, I'm... yeah I have I'm... a picture, like an old picture of Kyle with his white wine. That's really <laughs> funny. I'm too nice to correct. Yeah, Kyle's, Kyle's chilled the wine. roll with it. Um, and then we get the crazy... Um, bartending scene it's so good he was so just good. going so insane he looks like a lunatic but he's having fun he's having I'm so much fun you can tell yeah. they both are i read on imdb also that like they actually took the class to like do that kind of flair bartending so they like really did get super good at all the bottle throwing and stuff i mean you can tell like they're they're actually doing it but have you guys ever even seen that in real life like i've never seen a bartender do that you weren't alive when cocktail came out in the theater so you wouldn't have seen oh okay he writes his obituary from that class and pretty lofty pretty lofty obit yeah no. pretty pretty depressing obit he writes himself as a 99 year old billionaire uh, governor who's on his seventh wife who's 18 who misses his funeral because she's exhausted presumably from fucking him in the hospital right kind of like McCon- Mahon- uh, McConaughey's dead, dead dad <laughs> yeah that, you should share that story it's a fun one yeah Dan share the story you I just it. saw the headline but what? it was like today I think like McConaughey in an interview was talking about how his dad died of a heart attack while fucking his mom. And then Aaron wrote back, weird flex. And it's true, but I do like that. That like I like Wait. Matthew McConaughey, and I like that that's how his dad died. <laughs> totally. Uh, then there's the addicted to love scene, which was... Yeah, that, that was so cringy. Yeah. That, uh, was that was so cool. It went on for a while. Fuck me eyes coming over here. It was so good because he just, they went to the well so many times with turning down the music, turning up the music, letting the bar. And it's, the chemistry between those two guys is just frenetically awkward. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's amazing. Like the whole movie, it's like they're, they're playing off each other with this weird banter and they're always like dragging in bystanders. Like, you've been to a bar where there's, like, two guys that know each other, and they, like, try to drag you into a conversation, you know? And it's just, like, <laughs> yeah. okay, like, you're polite, but then kind of, like, turn away. Because, like, yeah. I don't I don't want to know you. And, like, everyone in this universe is just, like, yeah, we're on board. Like, he's the best bartender in the world. And, like, <laughs> so excited to just, like, get a piece of this 
like buddy bartender action. Yeah, and if he is the best bartender in the world, it's like, how hard is that? I yeah, because like, like doing he just it started for five shifts. <laughs> yeah, right. Like even if he was phenomenally just inherently talented, it's still like. <laughs> Hey, you've done it for ten minutes. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. If all I had as a point of reference was this film, it's like, what the hell was society? <laughs> like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. We we're living in a world where it's like, I go to a bar on any given night of the week and it's fucking packed with people who are like just yeah. dying to sing along to "Addicted to Love." Like, and and like, there's not a band playing there's nothing it's just like the star power is the bartender because he can flip bottles like it's just mm-hmm. amazing I, I i love this movie addicted to love by bon jovi i'm gonna say neil hamburger who the Close. fuck is neil hamburger who the fuck is neil hamburger who the is that fuck a real is neil name? hamburger here's an ad for who the fuck is neil hamburger <laughs> <laughs> nah it's robert palmer yeah it's palmer Bobby Palmer? Bobby Palmer did it. Wow. Yeah, B Palm. <laughs> Very cool. Um, then we see... That's perf- probably my favorite Bobby Palmer song if I had to pick one. Oof. It's not I don't even want to go there. It's in the top five. I don't want to choose It's got to be... Okay. That's crazy. We can all agree it's a top ten Robert Palmer song. Yeah. yeah. Safely, I'm, yeah, without having to rank it, okay. I'd put it in the top ten. Wait, but if for you... real, what other songs did he do? Uh, oh, Simply oh Irresistible, was... Bad yeah. Case of Loving You, I was Every say, Kind of People, Didn't Mean to Turn You On, Looking for Clues, Johnny and Mary. Look, we always forget yes. looking for clues. That's when the we're one. doing our top ten, we always Jeez. forget looking for clues. Oh, yeah. Man. Jesus. I can't believe you didn't know who sang that. Robert Palmer. Robert Palmer. Palmer. Is that where Arnold Palmer comes from? Yes. Yes. Of course. He gets drunk with Tom Cruise or what's his name? Flanagan? We'll just call him Tom drunk Cruise. With, uh, Tom Cruise gets yeah. drunk with uh, with Doug. And Doug falls down the stairs into the subway. And there was a split second there when I was like, does Doug die here? Yeah, their, I know. What's their age difference, too? Let's guess the the age of Tom Cruise now. And then we'll guess the age of Doug now. Oh. Uh, Tom Cruise now is 54. No, That no, guy. No, he's a lot what's, older than that. No. What's yeah, your no, guess, think damn. about... He, He's he's like forty in this movie, and that was late eighties. Tom Cruise no is like sixty eight years old. Nineteen forty eight. And then and then the other the other guy's like now. His dad just came back from the, the other war. guy's like sixty five. You think Brian Brown's sixty five? Maybe okay. seventy now. Real age? I'm not gonna guess. I'm gonna say like late seventies. If Cruise I'm gonna say is, 50, if Tom Cruise is sixty eight in twenty twenty, I'm gonna say that guy's like late 70s early 80s brian brown is 73 right now wow okay. doug is 73 tom okay. cruise you were close dan 69 years old you were <laughs> you're under can you imagine like just like mission impossible 12 <laughs> if you looked at a recent picture of tom cruise like it's not pretty yeah no weathered yeah yeah, yeah. haggard that's the Scientology. It's got to be, it's got to weigh on you. Yeah. yeah. They, oh, yeah. they probably like drain his blood on a regular basis Time and like offer change. it to aliens or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, that's a great summation of like Scientology as I perceive it. 
Just yeah. offering blood to aliens. One hundred percent. That's nothing what what we believe, but whatever. <laughs> um, the next scene, he Tom Cruise is getting pizza out of the oven, mm. and it's oh a very God, bizarre, funny. So good. Yeah, Barry's still open. Honestly, should we order it? Yes. Keep on task. We gotta, yeah. Sorry. We're we. I Jeez. like I said. Any like Armand's just oven. standing behind me, waiting for me to vacate the space so he could play video Fuck. games. All yeah. right. Uh, Wait, he's... I wanted to say uh, about these two scenes in particular: the scene where the guy falls down the staircase, <laughs> and the pizza scene. Sure. Tom Cruise, like, is pretending to sing along with this friend of his, Doug. He's so bad. Like they've talked about how bad Tom Cruise is at pretending to be drunk in movies, yeah. and it's they so have? evident. Yeah, like he's he's just playing it like a psycho, like just loud and like super off time. And a walk and a giggle and a talk makes the world go round. And then in the next scene, it's like, has he ever taken a pizza out of the oven? Because even if your hand's hot, he's like exaggerating so much. No, His he's for sure. But people have like, talked about how bad he is at pretending to be drunk. Yeah, it's everyone talks about that. Yeah. Really? Yeah, look it up. You don't have to, like, derail the whole podcast to ask a question. You can just look it up. Ouch. That had to Yeah. Uh, They're planning, Doug and Tom Cruise are planning their cocktails and dreams bar. Um, That's not important as much as I thought it was when it was brought up in the movie. (laughs) It seems like it would have been. I thought, at that moment, I thought the movie was going to go to, like, a... Doug had a quicker way to get the cash, and it was some sort of bartending competition. And yeah, they never talk about and it. Again. There's going to be like, yeah, Tom Cruise is going to have to enter because Doug was banned or something. Like that's a better movie. This is the last time we're at the Fridays bar. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Because after that, we moved to the cell block for some reason. Yeah, this was the scene I was talking about. This is the only yeah. scene I saw. Was this five minute stretch of them dancing at the old bar, and then this scene at the new bar, and that's all I had seen. And I shut off the movie, and I said. We need to do this for the pot mm. at some point. You are poets! Yeah! I am the world's last barman poet. Oh, Give us a kiss, you sexy beast! Oh, I see America drinking the fabulous cocktails I make. America's getting yeah. stinking on something I stir or shake. Yeah. The sex on the beach! Yeah! The schnapps made from peach, the velvet hammer, the Alabama slammer. I make things with juice and froth, the pink squirrel, the three-toed sloth. I make drinks so sweet and snazzy, the iced tea, the kamikaze, the orgasm. Oh, hands up the merchandise. The death. Spasm. <laughs> the Singapore sling, the ding-a-ling. Ding-a-ling. America, you're just devoted to every flavor I've got. <laughs> but if you want to get loaded, why don't you just order a shot? <laughs>
I'd like to try the orgasm, please. How many would you like? <laughs> um, multiple. Multiple? Really, really and people are the room. eating it up, and yeah. I don't... If I were there, I would be like, what the fuck is that bartender doing? And then there's someone who's like, why did we wait in line for, you know, an hour and a half? Like this, like, I'm going to stay at least till I get a drink. It's like, yeah. no, we're not going to get a drink. Like, you see how long it takes to make one. Like, yeah. <laughs> If Mike was at that bar, instead of getting two beers, he'd ask for four when he yeah, finally right? got to the front. I would have done the same Just put thing. it in my pocket. Like, he's a weird beer jacket that he has. <laughs> <laughs> also fun mike bar story when we all went to new orleans you know how like when you're on vacation a lot of people just blend in and like that local uh you know camaraderie you can kind of just like yeah. slip right into it but mike at one of the local bars that we went to on the first day got called a yank by a lady <laughs> i bet he was super pissed off so about that, huh? yeah. no, that was like, so fucking we funny. got to new orleans it was like the best mood i've ever seen mike in and then like that happened and the whole yeah. rest of the trip i fucking love like, that yeah she called me a yank yeah. yeah what did he say back to her Oh, fuck your sister. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah. For sure, for sure, something about fucking either his mom or his sister, yeah. or and their he, sister or their mom. He made like a Holocaust joke at her or something. Kaka, kaka. You might be asking yourself, what the heck was that? Well, that was a bird. And isn't it such a treat when a flying friend makes its way from its perch down to you to say hello? I know it makes my day. Unless that bird coming to say hello is stinky, which then makes that welcome hello into an oh no. If you found yourself in a similar situation, you may want to try out Smelly Finch. This product is a proprietary blend of horse guts, rat droppings, cat piss, and a healthy amount of cinnamon, which can turn your smelly turd of a bird from a poo can into a toucan. Not only does Smelly Finch mask the disgusting scent most wild birds carry, but it also comes equipped with tiny microchips, which allow you to track the bird via GPS on your phone. All you need to do is pair it, and you'll be raving about the results. The GPS will let you know where the bird has been after it flies out of your sight. If that bird has been rummaging through garbage or maybe just flying over a town you look down on, you can unleash the Smelly Finch Kill Switch, which explodes the tiny microchips inside the bird and kills it instantly, ensuring that that bird won't be making you or anyone you love smell ever again. So the next time you're outside looking at a bird thinking, I wish it would come over here, but I'm afraid it's going to be smelly. You can rest assured with Smelly Finch that that bird will either smell good after it leaves your graces, or you can ensure it never smells again. So remember, when you're in a pinch, get Smelly Finch. This is where the photographer Coral enters the movie. You mean Carol or Carl or whatever the Coral. fuck says? name was Coral. Coral. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And no, also, we... this is right before she leaves the movie. Yes. This is, that, yes. This is, this, this is honestly, this is it's where. It's like a quasar. As she enters the, the movie, pan. this is where things just go like, where is this movie yeah. taking us? Yeah. No, there's like a, a lot of. Random uh, deal. Like, there's yes. a lot of like fan theories about that, like about how everything you see after Coral like doesn't actually happen like that's part of like the like his his like coma um but he goes I'll into leave... a coma well it's like you got to kind of like dig around on reddit a little bit but it's 
It's sort of like that Phineas and Ferb thing where they're like, so oh, the like the the like he actually killed himself and like there's it, it's all in the sister's head or whatever. Like, yeah, dig around a little bit. I don't want to like make the whole podcast about like all of the conspiracy right. theories about no. this movie, but it is interesting that like there's a definite tonal shift with Coral. Yeah, no, and we all kind of picked up on that. Thanks for sharing, Dan. Yeah, I appreciate that, Dan. Um <laughs> We see Tom Cruise lose his virginity, which is fun. Yeah. <laughs> and also do gymnastics at the same time. He's... Wait, was that actually him losing his virginity? Yeah. No. no fucking way. Yeah, in real life, too. If you read the IMDb trivia, it Shut said the that, fuck up. that uh, Wayland, what was his name? No, I was hey, like. Haywood Gould. Haywood Gould insisted that the sex be real. That's why they yeah. asked Tom Cruise. Penetration. They but were. of course, honestly, like that's the for sure how he has sex. Oh yeah, just definitely. like wrestling and yeah. doing cartwheels and yeah. somersaults, and like I would just be like, "Can you just stop?" Like, yeah, there's a lot of disappointing. Were weird the women first in the choice, yeah. just like, I don't know, the first weird. choice just, casting yeah. for that role was Robin Williams, and then Hayward Gould was like, "No, that guy is like a fuck machine," and we yeah. want to see like <laughs> someone lose their virginity. So we that. need a we need a young, soft, sexy actor, just hairy, yeah. sweaty ass Innocent. Robin Williams, just yeah. <laughs> like doing voices. Yeah. Like, Here, yeah. whoa, whoa, wait, I have a question. Would you rather be butt fucked by Robin Williams or by Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise because he's alive. <laughs> okay, well, whatever. Let's let's say That's we can bring answer. back Robin Williams. The other one's for a, a crime. <laughs> <laughs> let's say we can bring back Robin Williams. What do you decide? Then definitely Robin Williams. One hundred percent. Yeah, all day, really? every day. I'd still no. say Tom Cruise. Yeah, I would say Tom Cruise because I have more things I like of Robin Williams. Where then I wouldn't be able to watch it the same way. Yeah. You know? Like Goodwill Hunting would be able hit to differently. feel his presence mm. yeah. inside you. Yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, I can't watch Good Morning Vietnam knowing that he was no. inside me. Plus, have you, know? you seen, right. um, have you seen that, that other Reddit thread where it, it's those leaked pics of Robin's penis? Cause no, that I thing, gotta yeah. see those. Yeah, Google it, cause cause you don't want that thing. Look like that thing is, right it looks like his forearm. Yeah, just it is. Are you being serious? It's like it one right of the now. reasons he uh, killed himself. No, yeah. he killed himself because he had Parkinson's disease, and he was like, "Shit's going downhill." No, I know, but also it was because like he just had like a crazy big dick. Okay, I'm looking it up right now. So far, I don't see any penis pictures. No, you got to, like, kind of dig around for him. Because his family, like, the Williams estate, uh, like, did whatever, some, like, legal digital Millennium Act thing or whatever and, like, had it all scrubbed. But, mm. yeah, you keep okay. looking for that. We'll keep we'll get back to the movie. Okay. Thanks for sharing, Dan. Yeah, no, for sure. Let's move on to the Jamaica part of the movie. tell you real quick just a quick jamaican joke no probably not yeah. you probably shouldn't but yeah no no, no no it's is it gonna just, make me call, laugh it's just what do you call a uh, a lesbian 
Jamaican band. Nacho cheese. It's called Norman. <laughs> That's good. That yeah. is good. Like that. That's really good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Kokomo plays, which apparently was written for this movie. Yeah, that yeah. was no a big surprise. Goddamn way. <laughs> yeah. Isn't the that music weird? video with the Muppets. <laughs> yeah, that was written for this. Yeah, movie. it is that. Um, we finally meet Elizabeth Shue, which at this point I forgot she was in the movie. Yes. I was like, that's right, it's Elizabeth Shue. We all got excited. Side boob chick. Yes. Okay, cool. They're flirting at the bar, and uh, Coughlin shows up. Tell your old buddy how great he looks. (laughs) You look like a guy who dyes his hair and shaves with a Brillo pad. (laughs) A guy who gets an erection on his birthday if the wind is right. Isn't this great? Two years we haven't seen each other, and we just flow into the old act. Please. Stop molesting the customers. What was Tom Cruise's name? Tom Cruise. Uh, Brian Flanagan. Oh, okay, cool. But we said that same exact thing about Bonnie. Yeah. Who's oh, yeah. about to be introduced to the mm-hmm. movie. But we were like, at the very end when yeah. they break up, he says Bonnie and it's like, holy shit, that's her name? Right. Like, yeah. We were calling her, her Glenn Close either. up until yeah. we found out their name was. I really like that that's Glenn Close because it's not Glenn Close, but like it totally is. It's pretty Glenn Close. Yeah. It's a Glenn Close type. It's close to Glenn. Yeah. Who the fuck is Glenn Close? Look up Glenn Close Vagina. It'll shock you. Glenn's Close Vagina. Glenn's Close Close Up Vagina. Okay. Uh, then we a got, lot of things to wow. look up. She looks so like matronly and sweet, <laughs> yeah. but like her m- meat flaps are fucking gross. <laughs> beef. Whoa. Let me see. No. Okay. Did you get the Robin Williams dick pic though that I sent you? Not yet. I'm still okay. It it's you. confusing because you might have seen it and not realized it, but that that's not a hairy forearm with a f- fist. It's actually his penis. Here's Terry. It was very Howard's dick. <laughs> Whoa! Who is that? Hustle and blow. Let me see his dick. He gets, he gets naked and get Richard. Wait, let me see it. Let me see it. Hold on. Do you want to see? I'm getting to Robin Williams' dick. This is Nick Offerman holding his dick from Parks and Rec. Oh shit! And then here's oh, very similar looking. Here's Robin Williams, Jana. Look at that. Huh. It's very just normal. Yeah. Kyle, Whoa, e- wow. email that to me. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys know who Thaddeus Roming is? Yeah. He's from Hall. Thadram. Thadram. Wow. Whoa. He's working with something. Yeah. Something else. Oh my god, that is overwhelming. We should start a side pod. <laughs> I don't want that near me. Five guys donging around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really like that scene too where he's like some guy made his millions off of this and some guy made his millions off of the toothpicks and blah 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 and it's like he has that like whole little like monologue about it and then he snaps out of it and he goes anyways stop feeling sorry for yourself Flanagan you get a bar job to keep your days free for your real gig after work you're so charged up have a few drinks you know hey it's party time Days get shorter and shorter, nights longer and longer. Before you know it, your life is just one long night with a few comatose daylight hours. Stop feeling so sorry for yourself, Flanagan. Hey, your flugel binder is out there waiting to be discovered. And it's just like, what? Just a whoops, I let too much out. Like, yeah. uh, Just patch things up with a joke. Yeah. 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 It's like like when Kyle texts you and he's like, 
sometimes I look in the mirror and I hate what I see in the reflection staring back lol and it's like the lol doesn't like make <laughs> yeah, that yeah. sentence less weird like who's a mirror <laughs> oh boy is she hot i think so elizabeth i'm in love with her yeah what Karate yeah kid. were you watching cocktail did you yeah, see those I side did. shoe bags yes she's like really pretty in a way where it's like yeah you you're just like a pretty lady like, she's attractive in an attainable way. In, yeah, in exactly. Like, she's like a beautiful inside and outside type of person, too. Mm. Yeah. You can just yeah. tell. Like, and it shows. Here's the alternates for Elizabeth Shoe. You guys tell me if you want any of them over Elizabeth Shoe, because I certainly don't. Wait, wait, wait. If you do want them, um, say, oh, yeah. And if you don't want them, say, no, no, no. I I'm like wagging that. my finger. Okay. Oh. Cool. Jennifer Grey from uh, Dirty Dancing. Jam. No, 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 no. Fuck no. Jodie Foster, <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. Can you imagine how awkward fuck that would have been? No. Yeah. Listen, I know you're a bartender. Isn't she a lesbian? Anyway? <laughs> yeah, like, real handsome gal. Seriously, <laughs> a really good impression. Sarah Jessica Parker, yeah. Sex in the City. No, and no, 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 no. Okay, and finally, Jennifer Jason Lee from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. No, yes. no, no. no. You would have wanted to see her more. No, not more. But like, so she's Lizzie fine. Shoe wins. Yeah, Lizzie, well done, Lizzie Shoe. Yeah, uh, you got the five guys seal of approval. All right, now we're gonna do guys. We're gonna do the guys. And okay. I think there are some good options here. Gonna definitely okay. clip the we're gonna do guys part. We... <laughs> <laughs> so we already did. Uh, we already talked about Robin Williams was up for the role. Here are the other ones. Rob Lowe. Who's that? Yes, I like this movie's different with Who Rob Lowe, but it's Rob like Lowe? good. Sure. Do the thing. Yes. No. What was it? Yes. Dan? Yes. 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 No. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So Who's let's do Rob it. Let's Lowe? let's clip it again. What about Rob Lowe? I like Rob Lowe. Oh yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Wait, who is Rob? Lowe? Rob, Lowe. Rob Lowe. Like he's on Parks and Rec. The grumpy Literally. guy. Not no, to be confused that's... with the gay porn actor Rob Blow. Rob Blow is different. Raw blow. Oh, the guy that says like <laughs> a lot of literally that yeah, one. He's in, yeah. yeah, he's in. Yeah, he he's in Wayne's World. Have you guys seen Tom Hanks's dick? Because yeah, that thing is it dope. is wild. Out of respect, yeah. I've chosen not to look. Yeah, just because like I want to respect him. He's working and his privacy. He is working, Rita Wilson. I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. That forest lump that he's. Oh, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's the picture of... I mean, uh, the man was in big for crying out <laughs> Doesn't he play Woody? Oh. oh hey, hey. Buddies. You're right. We wow. could just keep going and going. All right. All right. Have you guys seen Val Kilmer's dick? Of course. <laughs> and Val Kilmer is... The guy that looks like he was stung by a lot of bees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> um, next, we have a waterfall skinny dipping makeout, which transitions into passionate love Side making group. next to a roaring fireplace. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, they've been hooking up for hours. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would be like, can we go get some food and just, go to bed? Like, one scene of them just, like, laying there drinking Gatorade. Yeah, like, like <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, this is where we get to the uh, the fifty dollar bet if he can seduce Glenn Close, mm-hmm. who is so unattractive, by the way. Wow, 
Wait, Glenn Close or the actress who plays Glenn Close in this movie? Wait, 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 wait. Who's Glenn Close? Yeah, who is that? (laughs) Glenn Close Close is in in 101 Uh, Dalmatians. Wait, no, 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 no. I'm talking about uh, Rich Bitch. You're a rich girl and you're gone too far because you know it don't matter anyway. Bonnie. Bonnie. She looks like Glenn Close. No, she looks like a poodle. Yeah, he bangs her. And uh, she was pretty upset. <laughs> Kyle, Glenn Kyle Close? said, "No, she sees her them walking away. He's like carrying her yeah. drunk back, oh, yeah. and like we see, there's a long shot on Elizabeth Shue. And Kyle said, "What if she kills herself right now?" <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Honestly, with how this movie like panned out, it wouldn't surprise yeah, me. Just yeah, like, no, it was just going so many strange places that I was like, "Man, it'd be pretty cool though." Right? Yeah, just... <laughs> suicide guilt. Little did we know, yeah. there, was, there was to be a suicide later yeah. in the movie in the most horrific way. In the most horrific way. Uh, here's an ad for in the most horrific way. <laughs> yeah, little Mary Poppins. Yeah. <laughs> so now this this wraps up the. Oh well, I guess they do. She comes back to bang him again. What? <laughs> Poodle bitch. <laughs> Just fucking kill me. She, no, she doesn't come <laughs> back to bang him. She like gives him a BJ. No, she's like tickling his like tummy with her mouth. She literally is like, I can't live without you. <laughs> Please, like, yeah. bang me. Yeah. What I got there ain't no cure for. You can't send me away like this. I don't know what'll happen to me if you do. My business will go to hell. I'll start writing bad checks. Can't have that now, can we? No. <laughs> you don't really want me to go away, do you? Uh... <laughs> yeah, she like bites the elastic band of his shorts and goes, ruff, ruff. Yeah. Like, oh man, get out She's of my a room. It's <laughs> yeah, like, a lot, a lot to take in. So yeah, then this wraps up the Jamaican portion of the film. Yeah, so let's uh, give a little quick synopsis for that part because I feel yeah. like, so uh, like you said, the guy, what's his name, Doug? Doug challenges Tom Cruise to yes. bang Glenn Close mm-hmm. for $50. <laughs> Elizabeth Shue sees that he goes to bang Glenn Close. She ends up going to New York and Tom Cruise ends up as Glenn Close's kind of lap dog. Side piece. Yeah. yeah, then we uh so Cruise lives with Glenn Close now in their apartment. Who's just so annoying. Yeah, she's So you've really pinpointed this Glenn Close character as the person you hate the most cuz you no! you called her ugly and she's I didn't super call her annoying. ugly. Yeah, you did. Do you, you like her more like or less than Shrekle Bitch from... Uh, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't say she was beat. You said she looked like a poodle. Yeah, what? <laughs> poodles are, poodle some features. poodles are nice looking. We'll go to the tape. You yeah. called her ugly. We, yeah, we have this <laughs> whole recording. Whatever. Uh, this is where we get to the, uh, the $50 bet if he can seduce Glenn Close. Mm-hmm. Who is so unattractive, by the way? Wow. Who is so unattractive, by the way? So Glenn Close <laughs> is taking Tom Cruise to this art show. Yeah. And he gets too We're drunk like and gets shit. into an altercation with the sculptor. Yes. The <laughs> fight's really great. Oh, let's get out of here. <laughs> Darling, I think you've had enough to drink. Oh, I haven't got this one party broken yet, have you, Bonnie? Brian, this is Robert Powell. He's the sculptor. Oh. Do interesting work. Thank interesting. you. Interesting. It's uh, very 
urban in orientation. Robert, tell me, how did you get the cockroach to stand still? You're a drunk. You're ugly. No, it was uh, it was like one step above a sucker punch, like just barely better. Where it's like I kicked him in the nuts, but like he saw it coming, he could have stopped me. Yeah, and, and then, then I, I slapped, slapped him. him. Yeah, and then I kicked him in the back. Cruz does the yeah. Cruz does the I got punched, but I'm just gonna do the I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, and like get really close to yeah, the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said if I'm ever like gonna punch someone, I'm never gonna like fall for the I'm okay as they're walking really close to me. Yeah. He's like, that's a tale as old as time. Yeah. Yeah. Tale yeah. as old as time. Song as old as rhyme. Beauty and <laughs> Outside, uh, he breaks up with Glenn Close. Then he goes to Jerry's Deli, where Elizabeth Shue works. Mm. Uh, the other customers can't get served, which yeah, gotta be fresh. But he gets both the specials. Poured right on his head. They go back to her place, and he tells her that he was just grifting that old bag, and she tells him that she's pregnant, and it's his. She says, you're going to get spooked, and he's like, I'm not going to get spooked, and she's like, you want to die? I can spook you. And then she's like, I'm trying to make the best out of a bad situation. I don't need to hear crap from a bunch of hippie freaks living in denial. All right. Then we go back to Uncle Pat's bar, and he basically says, fuck her. Then they go to his uh, to Doug's boat, and they drink their Louis Thirteenth. And this scene started building a lot of, like, something's going down here. Something was weird. And it turns out Doug blew all of his cash. He talks about how there's all these, like, hidden costs in owning a business, like taxes I and love permits that. and stuff. Yeah. And how much he doesn't have, how he doesn't have money. But then he says how he lost all his money in commodities. I love that. <laughs> My ship is going down. I'm going down with it. How's that? All this is an illusion. I'm on my ass. I haven't got a pot to piss in. I knew nothing about insurance, or sales tax, or the building code, or labor costs, or the power company, or purchasing, or linens. Instead, I put all the cash into commodities and blew the fucking Look. Yeah, and so this is when I uh, paused the movie, and I found out we had ten minutes left. What have we done? What <laughs> yeah. have we accomplished? Like now, it's just like, is Tom Cruise gonna win her back, uh, the right. Elizabeth Shue character, and like have the baby in his life? Like that's the stakes now. Right. Yes, and exactly. Then, and Nothing then the about... movie, two minutes later, has Doug, his mentor commit suicide super graphically yeah. and you're like what the fuck there's eight minutes left yeah now. like yeah. and he just offed himself yeah. no, i love it it was just yeah. like it was a fucking roller there's coaster. not enough time left to wrap this yeah. up no. like, yeah what? it was like buckle up like yeah, yeah. also like with the way he killed himself like i honestly thought 
oh, someone murdered him. Like he didn't pay back someone for something, and someone I thought, killed I him because there's no well. fucking way someone would kill themselves like that. It was gruesome. It would like if you walked in and you were a cop, you'd be like, oh fuck, like mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> this is a yeah, bad one. Yeah, looks like someone like blunt force like. <laughs> That's what. I, yeah, I thought someone was just like you didn't pay for the linens. Right. Fuck okay. you. Yeah. Um, we see Doug's funeral, which is really funny because it's just like a, a like, like a dissolve into it, mm-hmm. and then like oh people are at a funeral, and then like yeah. cut away and like well, next we've only scene got six yeah. minutes left. No, that, so. was, that was like funeral B roll. Like they didn't yeah. show any of the actors' faces. Yeah, if you zoom in, like they're not people from the movie. Yeah. And this is where the movie—it's only got like four minutes left. This yeah. is where it gets really good, though. It's, it's quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's yeah, we're moving fast. Basically, yeah, like the plot of the movie happens in these last five minutes. Like yeah. this is this is like his his character arc, like coming to his moment of growth and like whatever. It's just like, oh shit, we better end this thing. Like, yeah. I love it. Yeah, there's there's a whole a whole argument with the the father, and it's. Uh... All the emotions are at 11. It's crazy. He's like, take me back. I want you. She's like, get out of here. The dad's like, leave us. And then she's like, no, I love him. And then she's like, stay. And and it's just like, what the fuck? Everyone has different agendas. Jordan. What? Jordan, I have to talk to you. What's going on? Please, there's so many things. I don't know where to begin. Doug is dead. What? Killed himself. Brian. He was my best friend, but he was too proud to let me help him. He was too proud to show how he felt until it was too late. I don't want to make that same mistake, Jordan. He pushed right past me into the sitting room. And I thought I told you to keep that punk out of this house. Sorry, you can find me. Jordan, Jordan, are you in there? I have saved money. I've worked Jordan. out alone with my uncle for some more. With hard work, I know I can turn it into something great. Brian, I know you no, can. No, no. I know you can. Really, it doesn't really no, listen, matter. Listen, listen to me, listen to me. He was on the elevator before Give I me the key. I love you. I want to marry you. I've loved you from the first moment I saw you, Jordan. Please, please come with me. Flanagan, get the hell out of my house. Jordan, wake up. Don't you see why he's come back here? He's only come back for one reason, for the money. That's not true. I don't want to think from you. You're not going to get anything, not one penny. He's a loser. I'm not a loser. Please, Jordan, come with me. Get him out of here, please. Oh, Stay on, out of this. This has nothing to do with you. Please. Throw this bum out of here. Just hold it. Just don't hold go. it. Jordan, okay. don't, don't okay. go. Okay. okay. If you walk out of this house right now, just don't bother coming back. Dad, I'm going. I love him. I'm going. You're not going go. anywhere. Jordan, oh. Jordan, stop her. Get oh, the hands off her. She's pregnant. The best part is that how they're getting in the elevator and the doors are closing and the dad's like, if you leave here, you're on your own forever. Yeah. And then Tom Cruise replies, like the dad was talking to Tom Cruise and he's <laughs> yeah. like, that's just the way I like it. And then it's like, he, I'm pretty sure he was talking to the daughter. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. Also, just like, what a fucked up dad. Just yeah. like... Yeah, like we have no no yeah. idea what his motives no, are. No, I mean yeah. realistically, <laughs> she is completely throwing her life away. Like he's he's right. Like you you raise a daughter, and then it's just like fuck. Like uh, we have the wedding reception, and then the poem. And who gets married? 
uh, Cruz and Elizabeth Shue end Yay! up getting married. She's visibly more pregnant now. Yeah. I was pulling for them. And then the, he does the poem, which, like, he gets the whole bar. The whole bar's like, do a poem, yeah. do a poem. And it's, he stands up on the bar again and gives this insane off-the-cuff thing yeah. about his son being, like, and a just... vagrant and his daughter being a hoe. Okay, a, a poem. Well, this poem is entitled... Flanagan's advice to his unborn child. Now, if Jordan gives birth to a fine Irish son, there'll be cocktails and dreams for him one day to run. A business that shall yield a financial windfall. It better! To be franchised in every suburban shopping mall. A dynasty! Founding a dynasty! Now, if a daughter arrives to bless our clan, I guess the shit will certainly hit the fan. But this I shall promise to thee. I'll never let her marry a guy like me. Still, if our child's the naughtiest of girls or the wildest of young men, I swear I'll be the best dad I can. And never, ever <laughs> get spooked again. <laughs> Bet I can still spook you. No way. Yeah, no, it's not like this it was isn't his a thing. thing. Yeah, this yeah. wasn't ever like his calling card. It's like, why are they? This wasn't even the yeah. same bar. Did this wasn't was this even the movie same, like yeah. popular? Like, did people like this movie? Yeah, it was yeah. fucking huge. Eighty-eight. You wouldn't. You weren't there. You wouldn't understand. Shut the theatrical up. run of Cocktail was magical. No, and you can still see like ripples of it in cinema today. Like, it's it's one of those movies where like, you know, you watch like. 2001 Space Odyssey for the first time and you're kind of like wow this seems cliche but it's not cliche like it was the groundbreaking movie that now every other movie uses those tropes you know mm-hmm. and that's cocktail mm-hmm. yeah it grossed 1,227,000 domestically mm. 1 million dollars <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice we can end there and that's the movie do you ever find yourself on a warm Sunday morning going for a stroll outside, watching the rays of sunshine break between the trees, listening to the sounds of a babbling brook, trying to get the attention of a bird in the distance that you're hoping isn't going to smell? You're thinking about all the good in the world and all the things in your life you have to be thankful for when that morning coffee comes rearing its ugly head and you need to take a dump. But you don't have anything to pick it up with. We can keep that wonderful Sunday morning on track with Elizabeth's Poo Bags. These non-biodegradable, see-through and razor-thin bags will keep your crap intact 
so that you can dispose of the shit later or just display it on your shelf at home. I don't know, some people are probably into that. So grab Elizabeth's poo bags today, cause you definitely do do not want to leave home without it. Oh, it is just the boys now. Yeah, this feels I'll right. Her, this feels right. Kyle <laughs> locked the door. Showed up. Dude. Showed up. Yeah. Load up and showed up, baby. Yeah. Let our nuts breathe. <laughs> you guys hanging brain? Ham and pickles. Ham and pickles. Ham and pickles. Yeah. Dan, what was the best scene you saw? I mean, we talked about it a lot, but I just really, really liked the addicted to love scene. It was the first time in the movie where it's just like, this is fun. I'm having fun. Yeah, so Kyle, best scene you saw. Best scene I saw was the ending. The last... I mean, really, from the time the guy kills himself, Doug, to the end, because like we talked about already, there's just so much thrown in there. It's a whole movie thrown into five minutes. And just the energy at the end is so crazy and so 11 with him breaking in and everyone yelling different things (laughs) to everyone about what everyone should really be doing. And like, it's just, I was like, we were laughing so hard watching it because it was just like, what the hell? It is, is wild. Everyone also, wants something like, else. <laughs> I love before that too that like like comparing the two scenes where he goes to that penthouse to try to win her back and the dad's like you're just after the money and then he rips up the check and he's like this is what your daughter's worth blah 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 and like that didn't win her back. But then him busting in for like two minutes and just fucking yelling. It was yeah. like, you know what? Actually, like, yeah, I'm going to go with this guy. I yeah. just love that. His sincerity didn't win her over. It was like his hype. When he eventually does win her back and he's yelling, yeah. he's like, Doug died. Yeah. Doug so now I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Doug, who she met once, yeah. like on a vacation. Like yep. Doug's the guy that you met at the bar who was being a dick and then dared your boyfriend to fuck that other chick <laughs> yeah. for 50 bucks yeah. and she's like oh my god i'm so sorry because like apparently the week or two that they were hanging out tom cruise and Shu, like he probably was talking about doug a lot so she like got the full picture on doug you know oh yeah Doug can dunk from the free throw line and he's really good at making drinks (laughs) and we're gonna we're gonna make a business together (laughs) like he's just obsessed with doug (laughs) and his wife's really pretty and rich He can throw bottles a little bit better than I can, but he taught me. <laughs> a day drink now. Uh-huh. Man, that's uh, so cool. <laughs> she's just infatuated. Will you shut up and just fuck me? <laughs> For hours. <laughs> on the beach, on the waterfall, on the horse. Yeah. yeah. Everywhere. Let's move on to how do you do that? How do you do what you do to me? I'm feeling blue. Wish I knew how you do it to me, but I haven't a clue. My how do you do that was like, how did he actually end up landing Bonnie? She went from like hating him to thinking 
I'm, I gotta go home with this guy. But after they bang, that's when she's really like, They hooked, bang! They know? bang! <laughs> you know that song? Yeah. We'll put in the William Hung right here. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> William Hung. Man, that guy's funny. It's crazy that William <laughs> Hung hijacked a song. Like, that's a Ricky Martin song. Yeah. And yeah. everyone's just like, oh, the William Hung one? Yeah. Like, the, his cover is more famous than the original. Do you think so, though? Like, I For don't sure. think so. Oh, I think... Little Vida Loca is so popular that that's what you like Ricky Martin. Yeah, you think of Livin' La Vida Loca. You don't think... So, like, because of that success bangs. and because of the William Hung success... Yeah. There's a disassociation there. Also, like, William Hung is a straight man, so it's more believable. Right. Yeah, that is right. true. <laughs> what's Ricky Martin? What's he talking about yeah, there? That's yeah, that's like a made yeah. up fantasy song. Let's move on to That Hand of Her. Hurt so Come on, baby, make it hurt so good. Kyle, That Had to Hurt. Um, the sculptor. <clears throat> Like, getting the shit kicked out of you in a humiliating way. That was way great. Where you fall into your own artwork. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, like, that one happened and that one had to hurt. Yeah, it's so much worse because it's his own art opening. Yeah. The worst part is people who were there will be like, he was kind of instigating it. Like, yeah. It wasn't, it yeah, wasn't it was like even, like, like unprovoked. Yeah, he punched the guy first. <laughs> yeah. You know, like... <laughs> yeah, it was like the equivalent of like, where'd you find this art in the toilet? And then right. just like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> My that had to hurt. It had to hurt Haywood Gould to, to not like the film after he, he wrote the novel, then then wrote the screenplay. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> he was Before very he involved. He was very involved in this project, and to then ultimately not like the final result. It's like crazy. Like I need to know what he didn't like about it. Like and how he, it differed from his it. vision. This was his yeah, life his story. story. His novel, his screenplay. His words. Not a fan. His rewrites. <laughs> um, let's move on to who organizes the reunion. Let's put a little pep in our step. Let's have some fun bartending. You know what I mean? We're having fun. It's so nice to come together. Get together. Kyle, who organizes the reunion? Who the fuck's getting together for this reunion? Let's move on to the Clutch Award. Baby, you are so money and you don't even know it. Dan, who wins your Clutch Award? I gave my Clutch Award to Tom Cruise, not the character, the actor himself. During the whole movie, he's not very good. And then suddenly, when he's reading the suicide note, it's like, oh shit, like Tom Cruise is a good actor. This is just a bad movie. I don't know. Nothing about their relationship, Doug and Tom Cruise, was sold before that. But then it's like, I guess this guy really like loved that dude. Here's a timeline of those guys' relationships. They meet <laughs> at a job interview. Yeah. They get tired. They bartend and get fucked up for like six months. They hatch a scheme to open a bar together. But then this guy fucks Tom Cruise's chick that he says he's going to marry. Yeah. They fight with broken glass Tom Cruise leaves the country for two years, yeah. and then he sees him for like two days in Jamaica yeah, before he's... crawling back six months later <laughs> after realizing, like, I'm going to lose this bet that I'm not going to work for you. And then he kills himself that night. 
Like, since the fight, they've only hung out, like, four days. Yeah. And the fight was two years ago yeah. when they were going to kill each other. Yeah. No, it's How not is this like their a, best friend? It's, it's not like crazy. a friendship that spans years. It's like they've seen each other a few times over years. But, like, they've been through more shit than all of our friends have combined. Yeah, the only like, time. each other. Yeah, like, like, just you breaking it down like that made it, like, yeah, their only interactions post, like, Jamaica on is yeah. the time. I'm in Jamaica, which it's a weird time there. They're not like yeah. you can't tell if they don't like each other or what's the vibe or how long it is. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then it's back in New York, and he we don't see him until he goes to pay him the Louis no, yeah. 13th. It's like you'll be working for me someday. <laughs> yeah, then that someday comes, and you don't really know how much time passed in New York either. Like, how long was he with Bonnie? Was that like a well, that's, year? But then, but no, because the Lizzie Shoe thing, she's pregnant from his baby, so yeah. it right. Has to so be you know recent. it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he's not with Bonnie very long at all. Yeah, he's that's with true. For like a couple weeks. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> He's like he's ready to rearrange his whole life and yeah. like take these jobs yeah. and like that's like, like so wild to think about too. It's like you have this job that you've worked for three years in Jamaica, but you're just gonna move back to New York on the chance that like living with this rich woman that you banged is gonna get you a better job. Like it's like, what are you yeah. doing, Tom no, Cruise? It's crazy, right? You don't get the feeling he moved there being like I'm gonna get Elizabeth Shue back. No. no, it feels that like was, he's like I'm yeah. That was now. never the plan. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, she's my rich benefactor, and like yeah, yeah. this is my you life can, now. <laughs> you can tell he's depressed with Bonnie, yeah, because he's wearing that sad robe, and then right. he gets fucked up at the art show, yeah. and so that whole Bonnie arc that lasts about eight minutes, that that ends pretty quickly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're getting bossed around the apartment in his yeah. robe, and yeah, getting fucked up at the art it's like the briefest flame in a movie a few times just now i've like tried to like go out of context and like it sounds like we're making up a movie no i know it's great i really i can't i really like this one like we often like often often the movies that you guys cover and i feel like especially the ones that i've like guested on the pod like we don't watch good movies but like this movie was bad in a way where it's like there's bad movies that are a fucking chore and I hate them like thinner and then there's bad movies where it was like I'll watch this again tomorrow like this yeah. movie was great yeah, right? yeah. Love, it's just fantastic yeah it's absolutely wild <laughs> uh, Kyle clash word I think this is the only correct answer we've talked about him a lot Haywood Gould yeah. this is his story this is his baby. He rewrote the script 40 times. There is no movie without Haywood Gold living it first. That's yeah. seriously a how do you do that, too. Like, who's Hayward Gould? Like, but was the book like a top seller or something? Like, was the. It, I, it, I'll say this I want to read Cocktail before I ever read Thinner. Oh, for Absolutely. sure. Like this would we be. We should an all read cocktail read. and then yeah. talk about it well, on our Because I was pod. googling what are the differences. Like I wanted to yeah. know, like, what did Hayward Gould drop? Where right. It's like, nah, this 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 was too much info in the book because it's like there's no info in the movie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. so, like what what did yeah. he have to cut? Because this movie's so meandering. And the book must have been well received to get a yeah. movie out of it. Like, <clears throat> I guess. Wild. Let's see how much it caught. Wow. 
It's like hard to get a copy. It's like forty nine bucks on eight books. Yeah, I'm seeing there's a there's a version. The, oh no, this is just a cocktail recipe book. This one, <laughs> yeah. First of all, it's really hard to find this book online because if you type cocktail book, it's yeah. like Co- how to make a yeah. cocktail. So I looked it up with Hayward Gould under the Google like shopping thing. The first thing that comes up is a hardback first edition for a hundred twenty dollars. <laughs> That's cool. Hey, if you're a big fan, you're going to want this piece. It's more of a conversation (laughs) piece than a book. No one recommend actually reading it. It's about eight bucks. It's an investment, too, because it's only going to go up in value. (laughs) It's about eight to ten bucks. Dude, let's get them. Yeah, I I like want to read this book for sure. Yeah, I'm down. We could do a cocktail pod like where we just like read like a third of the book like we do three episodes one yeah. for like the first new york part then when we get to jamaica that's <laughs> yeah. the second pod and then when they go back to new york that's the third pod and it's, we just do it for the books man all of this funny, guys like, books sound good if you don't if you hadn't seen the movie all this just sounds even more insane you know yeah <laughs> he's got a book from 1975 called one dead debutante yeah <laughs> Green light for murder. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I think he was like a failing writer before Cocktail. For sure. That's what it sounds like. This book, it says a mad director off his meds is making a fantasy movie about how he murders the producers who ruined his career. It's like... That sounds like a reception to Cocktail. Yeah. yeah. Like, I no, live that was, this life. Like, I, all I write is what I know. That was 2012. Yeah, so there's like something going on. Some Cocktail inspired yeah. a new novel down the line where yes. he gets retribution on all of the executives yeah, I love that ruined it. Cocktail. <laughs> he kills that's Tom Cruise. <laughs> Dude, that's incredible. Yeah, that whole book's about his experience with cocktail. <laughs> Crazy. Um, all right, let's move on to quotes. Excuse me, do I have fuck me written on my forehead? <laughs> I can't see a thing without my contacts. Marty Casey has struck out. Don't. The game's not over yet. Wouldn't be any fun if they fell over with their legs in the air now, would it? <laughs> Dan, quotes. I think it's Doug. Is He shouts over the, the noise. He says, I've never seen a club with such intense dance vibes. Let's tear up this floor. Um, another one is, uh, here we go. The old fool-osopher. All right. Let's move on to McMulligan's. If you like pina coladas and doing lots of cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> then you probably like cocktail. Yeah, Mick Sullivan sings it if you like egg salad sandwiches and doing lots of cocaine. If you like making egg salad. Uh, Dan, McMulligan. I didn't have one. Kyle, McMulligan. I also didn't have one. All right. I literally, McMulligan's the only one that I really couldn't do. And it's not because I couldn't think of one. Like, I'm sure there's like an easy, like, make Swayze, fuck Kelly Lynch. But like, really, it's like a perfectly, 
yeah, fine. Right. Like, yeah. Like, I don't even want to elevate it, you know? Like, it's I like, want either, it to be You either mediocre. have to change everything <laughs> about it or just leave it alone. Yeah, yeah. When, you, when you went through the casting things, it was like, yeah, like, there's people in there that would be better than yeah. Tom Cruise in this movie. I'd enjoy the movie more, but, yeah. like... I don't want them in this movie. Yeah. I want yeah. Tom Cruise in no, this movie. No, it's a totally yeah. different movie. And yeah. there's yeah, there's not like one simple thing you can pin down as like this would have made it a better movie. Yeah, like, and that's also not to say that this is a perfect movie cuz no, 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 no. No, no. <laughs> no yeah, even the things that that you would be like so many things you could change. Even the things you'd rearrange to make sense. But you don't like, want to change. You don't want them. to. Yeah, it's like, I don't want to. Like, yes, it's slow. Yes, it's meandering. Yes, it doesn't really go anywhere. I don't want to know what don't happens with his it. college curriculum. And <laughs> None of it. Yeah, there's no one thing. You have to either rewrite the movie for a 41st time or just accept that like this is as good as they got it yeah like even going back to what we were talking about with the friendship thing like he decides to be this guy's best friend i guess and they've known each other a year but at the beginning of the movie you see like a gang of like army dudes that like fucking love this guy yeah and yeah he just like i guess writes them off the rest <laughs> of his life done with those guys <laughs> like, done with that yeah. part of my life <laughs> crazy i'm a cop. like that i'm a bartender now this is my new it's best like friend Mick mulligan take that out of the movie that's unnecessary but it's like no that's great that like yeah he just i guess ditches his <laughs> yeah. army buddies that are yeah. really kind and drop them off on the bus <laughs> yeah bye forever <laughs> my new friend's gonna be this older guy you don't know him he's super cool he can do like bartending shit he's definitely gonna off himself <laughs> it's like awkward when he sees his old army buddies like yeah. he bumps into them and they're like man like where have you been it's yeah. like oh i have a new friend now. <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> can't hang out with you he'll be upset like, none of us like no i have another new fr- I have you know a, a it's weird friend. when you get like two friend groups in the same situation kind of worlds collide thing. Well, we're like yeah. a friend group but it sounds like this is just one guy yeah. one older gent <laughs> yeah come on tom cruise we know you like so, they're yeah. brothers in arms like yeah yeah it's just like yeah i don't want to what's change that? that you want a poem it's like no we don't oh, we're asking to hang out <laughs> Yeah, you never did poetry in the army. (laughs) Hey, all you tiny 5GFA fans. Chances are, if you're listening to this, you're a dude. And if you're a dude looking to gain an inch or two, and no, we're not talking about your penis this time. But if you're looking to be a bit taller, we have a product for you. Introducing Tom Shoes. Tom Shoes is Tom Cruise's signature line of men's footwear, specifically designed to give you that extra inch or two you need to feel confident. Let's say you're seven feet tall and looking for women who want to have sex with you in order to seal the deal. But they're just not quite ready because you're not bigger than Shaquille O'Neal. Well, with Tom's shoes, you can boost right up to 7'2 and drop step reverse pivot your way into that slam dunk. Let's say you're 5'7 and desperately want to get up to the national men's average height of 5'9. Because according to Brewsters, 5'9 is average for men and it's silly that it seems to be that women see men as either tall or short. Which seems dumb because first of all, it's all totally relative to the height of the woman. And then are we just supposed to ignore the average range altogether? It seems ridiculous that 5'9 guys get lumped into being short when the nature of being average suggests that they be lumped just as equally into being tall. It just doesn't make sense. Anyway, I don't care. I'm 5'11ish, so whatever. Go buy Tom shoes. All right, then let's move on to SOS. Cue up the sting. Literally? I don't know. Cue up the police. Okay. I'll send an SOS to the world. I 
Dan, what's your SOS? I think I would just like, I would make this like canonize it as an official sequel to Top Gun. Like the events of Top Gun take place and then what you see in the opening scene of this movie is the Top Gun guys like flagging down that bus to New York. That's cool. I have a few. One is like a parallel movie that's following the like the group of bartenders in the back that are like plowing away at making all the drinks to be actually, yeah, I, I actually like that idea. <laughs> and it's just like a sweatshop <laughs> of them mixing drinks and it's just like all like ethnic groups that are just like oppressed and it's just a chaotic so there's steam whistles going up and stuff <laughs> and out front is just the dude show yeah um, i think fun. that'd be great um i have another one it was let's see oh yeah the uh a reality TV show, and it's Pollard and Tom Cruise in their free time, drinking wine together, sipping booze, watching the news. Ah, I like that. In my free time, I sip on wine with Tom Cruise, sipping booze, watching the, the, the news. The old RP special. <laughs> <laughs> like, Pollard literally rapped about drinking alcohol with Tom Cruise. Yeah, so he did. <laughs> if there's any movie that fits that, it's this one. Yeah. Um, that's it. Kyle, SOS. Alright, I'm doing a Ross, or a reboot. We were on a break! That's right. So we're rebooting this, we're making it again, but we're giving it a progressive 2020 spin. So, who's the hottest young actor around nowadays? Shia LaBeouf. Chalamet. Yes, correct. It's Timothy Chalamet. (laughs) It's no longer LaBeouf. So Timothy (laughs) Chalamet plays the Tom Cruise character. Michael Caine plays the role of Doug. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. I'd fix you a drink. So after Chalamet and Caine fight in the bar. Beers for breakfast. Beers for breakfast. You can keep going. I'll wait. No, that's all I got. (laughs) Okay. All right. So after Chalamet and Caine fight in the bar, Chalamet goes to Jamaica where he meets a 24-year-old grad student played by Army Hammer. (laughs) (laughs) Why is his his Hammer a nickname, or is it his real name? Army unlocks Chalamet's sexual energy (laughs) and uses a peach schnapps bottle very erotically. It's it's so thin and long. (laughs) You haven't seen a grown man crawl. Reboots have to have a twist, so Army cheats on Chalamet in this version, and uh, Army goes back to New York. Chalamet ends up devastated by the loss, but finds comfort in the arms of Michael Caine when he goes back to New York. So he realizes that Michael Caine was his true love. Caine and Chalamet fly to Italy. They fly to Italy where they elope and open a sex bakery, the kind that make the big penis cakes for bachelorette parties. And then the film ends. <laughs> Can I get one in pizza version though? Like, no, we don't do that. It's just cakes. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> I like oh, it. That's like oh. basically the plot of Prestige. Yeah. 
the turn, the trick. <laughs> it's a love of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Just like it's imagining cake shop. Chalamet and Michael King getting married. The thing oh, is, no, like... dream. Erotic cake shop. <laughs> Tim, Timmy, as Sir Ronan calls him, Timmy's such a good guy in real life. Like he'd take that role. He'd do it. Like he'd. He already did all... it, dude. No, but I mean with King. Never thought in the evening of my life. Yeah, no, he would passion. do it. Yeah. He is a good guy, too. Let's move on to genre swap. All right, I'll tell you what you're doing. Pull the old switcheroo! Kyle, genre swap. Um, okay, so instead of a meandering story about a man growing up and settling down, I'd like to see this as an erotic thriller slash murder mystery. You've got the camera chick that Tom Cruise bangs. You've got his shady partner, Doug. His shady slam piece, Kelly Lynch. You've got Tom Cruise, who's not a good guy. The Glenn Close older lady who seems to have some things like not going on upstairs all the way. And so you kill off the only undeniably good person in this movie, Elizabeth Shue, while in Jamaica. While she's pregnant? You don't know that. You find out later that she was pregnant. Yeah, that's a later twist. Um, So then her dad flies out to identify the body. And Jamaica declares until they have a suspect, no one can leave the island. And now, like, Ooh, the like dad's also, like, shady dude, rich guy. Yeah. So no one trusts anyone. Everyone's fucking each other, trying to find out who the killer is. And then more people keep dying. And it's called Murder Island. I like that. I love that. that. Yeah. Also, Man. second one, cartoon version. And it's got the DuckTales song. And it just goes, cocktails. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I like that too. Uh, maybe even show. like that one better. <laughs> uh, Dan, what's your genre swap? Don't have one. All right, let's move on to Blu-ray price. Dan, what's your Blu-ray price? I think if I saw this movie in like a bin at Best Buy and it was like Best less Buy. than twelve bucks, I'd buy it if it was the only way I could see it again. I'd honestly go up to fifteen. Uh, Kyle, Blu-ray. Um, so Janice said that the movie's Coyote Ugly, and I agree that the first act is Coyote Ugly. First part of New York. Yeah. New York part one. Part one of the movie, New York part one, the first time they go to New York, Uh Coyote Ugly. Yes. Second part of the film, Jamaican softcore porn. Third part of the film, the custody part of Over the Top Only. Um, like, Mm -hmm. those are the three ingredients I saw. Yeah. And I like those things a lot put them all together that's a cocktail for a great film well it doesn't quite reach 5gfa classic status for me yet with like over the top Mm -hmm. and stuff like it's in a tier underneath that that i don't know what else is in there like you know i think blind fury is in there for me i think blind fury is a funnier movie Mm mm-hmm but I think this movie is more entertaining because it's, so serious. it's a real movie. Yeah, and Tom right. Cruise is yeah, Blind Fury is a gimmick. Yeah, the song Kokomo like mm-hmm. was up for awards, which means that like at some point they sent out screeners being like, "For your consideration, <laughs> this movie," and and it's like, yeah, maybe the Beach Boys song, like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah. like this was a real movie. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Um, so all that being said, not a classic, but definitely, yeah, right underneath, like a very good time, twenty five bucks. Mm-hmm. 
Ching. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going twenty dollars. Uh, same thing. Just I I like this movie. It's uh I'm excited to watch this over and over again. Yeah, I think that's why my price is a little bit higher too. It's like I could watch this like ten more times in my life for sure. Right. Like well, yeah. like you said, I'm excited to watch it again and like know, like be excited for what's coming up. Yeah. And know the things that aren't yeah. going to make sense and like pay more attention to this, knowing it's no <clears throat> never going to come back into the movie. Mm-hmm. I think like how you described it, Kyle, is right. Like this isn't the like seal of approval, like top shelf movie. Um, where it's like I actually like Roadhouse a lot, like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But this movie, it's like I'm excited to know too much about this movie. So when someone's <laughs> like, "Oh, I've seen that," it's like, "Oh yeah, well, did you know?" Like that, yeah. that like excites me about this film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, and like Roadhouse is the Swayze performance is so powerful. Yeah, like, that that movie's just by itself there, and then like over the top has a lot of the same it's serious and it's silly but like over the top i feel like it's all in the same universe mm-hmm. right this movie just felt like it was just pulling in shit from all wherever well, it could. Yeah. those movies have very strong plots yeah like yeah. they're not they're not right. elevated plots <laughs> no but it's a story but they yeah. you're invested <laughs> right. in yeah. the journeys yeah, this and is... I like that usually, where it's <laughs> yeah. like, I know exactly where this movie's going. This like, movie the, take is, me there, Swayze. This movie is the epitome of the journey is the destination. Yep. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. it's like a Terrence Malick film or something, <laughs> yeah. where it's just like, it's more about like watching his life, you know? Yeah, like, uh, it really gets weird after Coral leaves the film, <laughs> if you watch it with the right lens. Let's move on to let's close things out. Yeah. With, does this movie work as a McSullivan vehicle? <gasps> uh, Kyle, does this movie work as a McSullivan vehicle? Of course it does. Uh, McSullivan's fame as the best cop in the world grows to the point that Hollywood comes courting McSullivan and asking if they can pay him tons of money to make a movie using his likeness. McSullivan refuses. He says he'll do one better and then he'll be in touch in a few days. So Mac needs everything in him to get this movie script done and Pops is there solely to feed McSullivan egg salad sandwiches and stick his hand out so that Mac can do bumps of cocaine off of it and keep typing uninterrupted. Pops also has to hold the piss bottle out for McSullivan every 30 to 45 minutes, and Mac's inconsistent and wildly inaccurate pee stream makes it hard for Pops to keep dry. After 72 hours, McSullivan is finished with the script. He meets with the movie executives and hands it over. The movie brass are shocked to read what is not a movie script about Mac's real-life heroics as a cop, but rather a memoir about McSullivan's dreams of winning Powerball one day and all of his sexual escapades. It's called Cocktails and Dreams. The movie brass pass on the extremely graphic (laughs) memoir and hire Haywood Gould to write a proper McSullivan movie. After the movie is released, both McSullivan and Haywood Gould are disappointed by it. I don't care for it. Neither do I. (laughs) (laughs) That's all they did. That's the only exchange. (laughs) 
love that. I love that. That's like a Charlie Kaufman script. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dan, does this movie Hold on, work? Don't go yet. Okay. I, I need to get just a little bit of water. Kyle needs a little bit of water, which means he's drinking vodka in the back. <laughs> in, the, in the bathroom. Yeah. I, hit a, I hit a handle in the toilet tank. Yeah. <laughs> I told him, you can shake your vodka out of the toilet, I don't care. So, like, when you flush your toilet, no. it, like, barely fills back up because, yeah. like, the handle is, like, displacing all the water. It's like, I don't care if you drink all the vodka. It's just kind of gross. You want to take it out of there. It's also not the tightest seal on the vodka, yeah. so, like, a little bit of toilet water. Yeah, the water in the tank is clean. Yeah, true. All right, Dan, you ready to close this one out? Dan, does this movie work as a McSullivan vehicle? I think I think it could. Uh, after being dishonorably discharged from the military, Bruce Willis McSullivan takes a greyhound to New York to look for work and to start the next chapter of his life. He takes a job at a bar, having ne- never tended bar before. He's terrible at it, but the head <laughs> bartender Pops sees something special in McSullivan and decides to take Mac under his wing. After a few rough shifts, Pops convince Ma- convinces Mac to switch from beer to something harder. Mac realizes he's a natural and impressive bartender, but only when he himself is totally wasted. Mac warns Pops that the hard stuff is what got him in trouble at his last gig, meaning the military. (laughs) After a few killer montages of Pop and Mac palling around, tossing bottles to each other, playing saxophone, and making drinks for busty clientele, Mac and Pop suddenly break out into a fist fight during a shift because it's revealed that Mac has been sleeping with Pops' wife. <laughs> Pops breaks a bottle of rum and holds it up to Mac's throat, but Mac knows that Pops doesn't have the balls to hurt him. After all, Mac's been fucking his wife. <laughs> it's an emotional scene that fades to black on a somber note until we hear the unmistakable guitar intro of 311's Amber. <laughs> and fade back in on some busty suntanning beach babes. We're in the Bahamas now, as the camera pans over to reveal Mac tending bar for vacationing tourists. He's finally living his dream. He's made this tropical fantasy land his new home, and started yet another new chapter of his life, leaving more mistakes behind. It seems like things can't get any better for Mac. He's serving rum punches to bikini babes left and right, even when they ordered something else. He lives his nights the way he's always wanted to, fueled by cocaine and public fireside beach sex until dawn. His days, of course, are filled with his famous egg salad hangover sandwich remedies. One day, Mac receives a letter from some broad living in New York who claims to be pregnant with his child. She details their encounter in the Bahamas, skinny dipping by a waterfall, and making love for hours. But Mac doesn't remember these events, nor does he remember the woman at all. She begs Mac in her letter to come back to New York, if not for her, then to pay respects to Pops, who at this point has killed himself. (laughs) But Mac can't remember anyone named Pops. He He spends the rest of his day pondering the lives he's lived before and left behind. Another rum soak... uh, Sorry. (laughs) You're going to leave this in. Yeah. Um, 
But Mac can't remember anyone named Pops, and he spends the rest of his day pondering the lives he's lived and left behind, before another rum-soaked night tending bar erases the thoughts, like it always does. McSullivan works at the beach bar for four more montaged years before his disappearance. The resort staff never found any trace of him besides some Hawaiian shirts left on the floor of his condo. The final shot of the film shows the beach bar ceremoniously renamed to McSullivan's Cocktails and Dreams. We assume Mac has packed up his life and gone searching for another new chapter in his life yet again. Only this time, we're the ones he's left behind. After the credits roll, a shot fades in and the camera zooms in slowly on a plane ticket that reads, Bruce Willis McSullivan, One Way, New Orleans, Fade to Black. Wow. Wow. Part three. Keep the movie going. What <laughs> yeah. happens in NOLA? Yeah. Well, you'll have to wait for the sequel. Dan, yeah. you got anything else? Um, huh. I think I'm good. Promised us a recipe earlier. Right? Yeah, you did. Oh, that's right. You guys want my gravy recipe? Yeah, crazy uh, gravy, if I remember correctly. Oh. But I love that one of the things you do every holiday season is Dan's eight gravy nights, um, where you do a different <laughs> gravy recipe for each night of Hanukkah. And I'm just, I'm so pumped for 2020. Let's see what you have up your sleeve. Yeah. I, no comment. I, 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 I mean, <laughs> no, you can't let the secret out of the bag, I yeah. guess. No comment. <laughs> Just tell us one of the eight gravy nights that you're thinking of doing. Well, while he's looking that up, I have an idea for a, a, a thing here. Sneezing's greetings. Mm. And I don't know what it is. Maybe it's sneezing Christmas songs. Okay. Maybe That's good. it's a... Uh, maybe not this year, but maybe next year, hopefully. Hopefully crossed. next year. Hopefully, hopefully, next year hopefully people are more into sneezes <laughs> next year. <laughs> Sneezing's greetings. These are the ingredients for Dan's crazy gravy. Two cups of chicken, beef, or turkey stock. Two beef or chicken bouillon cubes. Four tablespoons of unsalted butter quarter cup of all-purpose flour, one teaspoon of onion powder, a quarter teaspoon of dried thyme, a half teaspoon of dried sage, one teaspoon of dried rosemary, salt and pepper to taste. That sounds delicious. Combine the stock and the bouillon cubes in a microwave-safe bowl or measuring cup. Heat for one minute. I love that you do microwave stuff. Yeah. You know, a lot of these cooking recipes, it's like, put it in the oven or use it's, a saute pan. It makes it approachable I, I don't me, know how you to know? do that. Right. What the hell is a saute pan? Kyle's not allowed near enough. I really wanted dumb to make a recipe me. that anyone could make at home. This recipe only takes 10 minutes. That's what's so crazy about it. You don't have to use any of the chicken drippings. Oh my gosh. Okay, so this whole time I was thinking, what's the crazy ingredient? And it's not. It's more about yeah. the process being so quick. And I love that. Right. I love that you went there. The craziness is that it's crazy easy to make this gravy, baby. Wow. And again, listeners, if you're enjoying the sounds of Dan talking violently at you, 
recipes um check out our website 5gfapod.com because be sure to check out my food blog for my special recipe for danberry sauce it's cranberry sauce with orange juice in it that was fun were you as into that as i was yeah cool Um, cocktail vibes that'll do it for this episode of five guys flicking around good night good night (laughs) (laughs) look what i have created i have made fire i have made fire think this is one of the traits of a really good producer. Keep no the talent happy. You just killed a helicopter with a car. Alright boys, prepare to be dazzled. Break yeah, yourself, fool. Oh, I'm sorry, did I break your concentration? It's important that we get together on this thing. If you had some glue, I'm really good at gluing, I could just glue it. You sandbagging son of a bitch. Y'all ready to bust some ass? Lick a license. Lick her license. We've got entirely too many troublemakers here. I am an FBI agent. You look like a blueberry. I don't give a damn what you think you're entitled to. You know who I am. You that silly ass reporter from the Channel 5 News, ain't you? I'm Mo Green. What are you looking at, butthead? Let's go, let's go. I'm bored, let's go. I would like be on the side of like I don't care for Chalamet more than I would Absolutely. be on like I like yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like just <laughs> Yeah. It's the, like right. You know. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Up the old uh yeah. Urethra. Um, I do like Saoirse Ronan. I do yeah, like she's her. Great. She's great. Yeah, it was like the least New York-y Jamaican <laughs> film I've ever seen. Right. <laughs> Dan's wild and crazy gravy. That's okay. I am a bitch. I wrote down at that point, Joel wrote this movie. Like, he should have just fucked her. And that's why we're here today. <laughs> Dan, to break it to me? Armand that he has to move out. Oh, fuck. What are you two doing in this dump? I got the hottest saloon in Manhattan. Like, Kyle has an easier time approaching babies than, like, I do. You know? White wine flowing. She found a golf ball and she's playing with herself. Very sensual. When a fella puts some skin in the game, (laughs) calls you chicken. Pull up your knickers and you (laughs) Turner and Cooch. Paula 13 inches. And he's gay from AIDS. I'm fucking Jana the Planet, bitch. How did Tom Cruise bang three different chicks in this movie and none of them were Kelly Lynch? Chicken all a chicken king. Chicken a king. Yeah, what you've never had chicken all a king. That? Remember how you poured all that stuff on me? Like, <laughs> fucking loser.